Hey folks, this is the American Lineage, Michael Miller, and welcome to Miller Says It All. And this is the official episode 4 of this wonderful podcast as we're looking back at the 100 years of pop culture in the United States and also around the world on different subjects. And today we're looking back at 1995 this week, in uh, mid-summer at that point. Of course, I was 16 years old, um, and thinking about doing this podcast episode today and remembering some memories of it uh, at this point in 95 during the summertime I really did not have much of a summer vacation because technically speaking I was in summer school because I had to take two classes over again um, let me say my freshman year in high school was a nightmare to say the least but uh, there were some perks about going to summer school to say the least you know got to hang out in, you know, in the village uh, where I Went to high school in, which is Messina, New York, and high school I went to is Messina Central, and because uh, I live five miles outside the village, I mean, in, on, you know, I was 16 at that point, I still didn't have a car or a license, so I was pretty much reluctant on getting rides from, you know, my then stepdad and my mother, and my mother, of course. Um, other than that, um, this week, uh, 25 years ago, one of the most controversial films that ever come out in the 1990s and probably still controversial to this day and it's actually i think technically out of print uh, but it's a real hard movie to find these days but um we're gonna be talking about it today and i'm gonna be throwing a secret underground bonus episode where actually i found the film of course i'm not gonna mention where i found it because i don't want the guy getting in trouble for posting it because it's probably the only way you're gonna watch this film these days because uh, it's not on any streamlines or uh, networks or anything. Um, but uh, today we're looking back at the 25 years of the movie Kids. Um, it was released in the United States uh, on July 28th, 1995. This week, 25 years ago. Uh, technically, it was debuted at the Cannes Film Festival on May 17th, 1995. Um... It was originally uh, distributed by Miramax because of the NC-17 rain in Disney who owned Miramax, uh, still had the family image, <laughs> did not want um, anything to do with the film. So the Weinsteins, um, Harvey and Bob, uh, bought the film back from Disney and released it under uh, another company, um, if I remember right. And the company, let's see was called da, 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 Shining Excalibur Films. 
which was a one-time thing. They had to buy back uh, the movie from Disney for $3.5 million. But it was released. Uh, I would say at the time it was mixed reviews uh, when I read. And to this day, it's got a 46% um, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, my history with kids was I saw it once. And it was on Cinemax. Now, back in the day, you know, if you watch, like, American Pie, uh, it is true what the teenagers did back in the 90s. And even, you know, refer back in the 80s when it came to cable. Back in those days, uh, the only way you could watch a premium program or one of the premium channels was through squiggly lines. But, in my case, in seeing New York, Cinemax and the Disney Channel, yes, Disney was a premium channel at one point, um... Basically, it was just white lines, but you had a good enough TV, you actually can watch Cinemax or the Disney Channel, but specifically Cinemax, since, you know, we're talking about the 90s now, and, you know, teenage years, or as the guys would call it on Friday nights and Saturday nights, Skin Max, wink, wink. Um, it's where I saw kids for the first time, and I haven't really seen it since on Cinemax, and I remember even at... 16, 17 years old when I finally saw the movie on Cinemax, I'm, I'm thinking, this movie is fucked up, pardon my French, but pretty much, it, it was really fucked up, and just thinking, you know, back then, it's like, uh, it's like, I, I couldn't even imagine doing some of the things that these kids did, like, granted, I, I was gonna leave Bloomer, and I really didn't think about sex to maybe I was like 15 or 16 years old. But around this time, but man, I couldn't imagine doing what these kids were freaking doing at that point, let alone the sex thing. But you know, being these gangs and skateboarding and beating people up and getting away with it. But, um, yeah, I mean, jeez, I mean, it was just yeah, unbelievable this freaking movie and what they got away with it, you know, at the time. And, and like the, the the lead character, who was uh, named Telly, played by Leo Fitzpatrick. Man, I hated that character. It's like, how can this scumbag get all these damn chicks <laughs> and not get nothing? You know, that's what I thought when I was 16 years old. It's like, how the hell are going to be attracted to this guy, but he can't be attracted to me? And I'm sure I wasn't the only one at the time watching, you know, um, kids thinking that. Um, but anyways, uh, after... Uh, this podcast episode, we're doing a bonus episode, like I, said, I mentioned before, where, where I'm going to watch kids for the first time, and it's going to be uncensored commentary after all, this is Miller Says It All, so, alright, now I'm going to be gabbing about kids and my experience of watching them for the first time back in 1996, probably, um, I don't think when Lisa was 96, because it took a year for films to get on, like Cinemax and, sh- and stuff, so... Alright, let's get into the little history um, of kids, starting with the director, Larry Clark. Alright, I should probably mention that uh, Kids was actually made for about $1.5 million and actually did uh, decent for the box office for what it was back in 95. Um, It was in the box office they made at least over $20 million so I mean they made their money worth and 
course, the film got nominated uh, for a few Independent Spirit Awards back in 1995 and actually won one. Uh, the actor Justin Pierce, to play Casper, won Best Debut Performance for the film. All right, so let's talk about director Larry Clark and the guy who was the mastermind or pretty much behind the idea for uh, kids. Uh, Larry was born January 19th, 1943 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, pretty much all of his life, he's been known for his uh, photographs as a well-known photographer. Uh, he got into photography actually through uh, uh, his family business, actually run by his mother back in the 50s when uh, his mother would you know, take baby photos. And um, he's known for his history of either being around drugs or taking drugs himself, but it goes back to his uh, teenage years himself. Back in the late 50s, with um, taking, you know, speed and empathy pills, you know. Um, his father wasn't around too much, apparently. He was a traveling salesman. By the time um, he came of age, he was drafted for a year in the U.S. Army and actually started in Vietnam. But his first big uh, work as a photographer came out in a book that he published called uh, Tulsa in 1971, where he illustrated his uh, young friend's drug use in black and white and then he had uh, another one came out in 1983 called Teenage Lust which is kind of like an autobiography of his past through images of uh, other people uh, including his own family. Uh, throughout the years though he was pretty much known for his photography and his first full-fledged um, into film was um, directing a music video for Chris Isaac's cover of Solitary Man, the uh, Neil Diamond song. And it would be around this time where he'd be hanging out in New York City around Washington State Park where he'd meet um, the writer of the film, Harmony uh, Crone, uh, and basically got the idea to do um, kids from his own experiences and see what was going on in New York City at that time. And he asked... Harmony uh, to write the film, and that's uh, pretty much how Larry Clark ended up directing his uh, first film, which is Kids. Alright, now we're looking at the writer of Kids, um, Harmony Cronier, or I hope I pronounced the name right, I don't think it did in the last segment, sorry Harmony if you've uh, listened to this podcast or not. Um, Harmony was born January 4th, 1973 in Bonanus, California, mainly grew up in San Francisco. His father was an entertainer himself, a tap dancer, and also produced documentaries for PBS in the 1970s, and also would teach uh, Harmony how to use a Bolex camera. And his love of films also came through his dad, too, as well. Um, the family would live in Nashville um, for, during his teenage years. And then gradually he would move to New York City with his grandmother. But he would still hang out in San Francisco during the summer times, apparently. Um, uh, got into skateboarding, which seems to be a main theme with kids. Um, he was living on rooftops, running away from his parents. Pretty much getting a fight. It's the untypical teenage rebellion stuff at that point. Probably still going on to this day. Finally, in selling in New York City, um, he would be pretty much spending his time skateboarding. And, of course, I mentioned the last segment in 1993. He ended up meeting um, you know, Larry Clark. 
and they became pretty good friends and Larry pretty much uh, suggested him to write the script for a film he's been planning to do about you know kids you know in the drill culture uh, around uh, New York City and of course a lot of people are going to find out here in this movie uh, New Harmony and pretty much skateboard around Washington Park too as well so Alright, now we're looking at the two main actors or stars um, from Kids. Um, and of course, we're looking at first Leo Fitzpatrick, uh, who played the wonderful character Telly, uh, the, the star character of the film. Uh, basically, you know, can't live without sex. You know, he's like, the character is probably, what, 16, 17 maybe? And apparently he likes having sex with virgins. Of course, apparently Telly's carrying a surprise that he's not aware of and probably wouldn't even give a crap anyway. But again, I'll mention that in the bonus commentary uh, episode. Um, Leo Fitzpatrick, who played Telly, was born July 25th, 1977 in West Orange, New Jersey. Obviously, pretty much uh, grew up in the uh, New York City area. And this, of course, was, um, like a lot of people in this film, his first major film role ever. Uh, he was actually discovered by Larry Clark, and guess where? Washington State Park! While skateboarding. He was in skateboarding, uh, as a teenager, obviously. And, uh, his compadre in this movie, um, Justin Pierce, who played the character Casper, which he won the Independent Spirit Award, uh, for his portrayal as Casper, was born March 24th. First, 1975 in London, England. So a lot of these guys were just in their late teens or early 20s when actually portraying kids like five years younger and stuff. Uh, his father was an Australian. His mother was Welsh. Um, they ended up moving to New York City and living in the Marble Hill in Kingsbridge uh, district of New York City. His parents divorced when he was 15 years old in 1990 and pretty much it's him off, you know, for a while and doing, you know, nasty things, obviously, which he did actually portray pretty good as Casper in the film Kids. You know, he was stealing in real life, you know, drinking and smoking cigarettes, was what skipped school, the, you know, the skateboard. And also, ironically enough, he was also discovered by Larry Clark at the Washington State Park. Um, of course, you know, Justin will go on to, uh, on, Somewhat uh, reasonable career in Hollywood after this film, and unfortunately, he passed away in 2000 from um, suicide. And uh, well, that's a look at the two uh, big actors. And now we're going to get into at least the two big females uh, actresses that uh, started in Kids and went on to bigger and better careers. All right, so we're looking back at the two uh, big uh, actresses who started in Kids. Uh, both of them also were making their film debut in this film. Uh, the first one was Chloe Sevenity. Hopefully I pronounced that right. And then she played uh, Jenny, who was one of the major characters in the, in the movie. Uh, she originally didn't have the role as Jenny. Somebody else did, and it didn't work out, and she ended up getting the role. 
Uh, Chloe was born November 18, 1974 in Springfield, Massachusetts, and she grew up in Darien, Connecticut, one of those kind of rich towns that's like Greenwich, and um, according to what uh, she mentioned about her upbringing, you know, her father was an art teacher, uh, the family was kind of looked down upon in the town as being like poor bohemians. And um, another kind of true fact, and um, during her time growing up in Deering, Connecticut, she actually babysitted Topher Grace, which we all know as Eric from that 70s show. And she's also gotten to skateboarding with her older brother Paul, and also experimented with drugs as well. So I imagine she used her real life experiences uh, in this film, I would think. Her, uh, during her senior in high school, she would often skip and, you know, go to New York City, hang out for a day, whatever. And that's where she was discovered by the fashion editor of Sassy Magazine and started modeling. And she would be on cover of magazines and also in music videos. And one of the big ones she did was uh, for Sonic Youth's uh, video for Sugar King. And then officially in 1993, she moved to Brooklyn. And she would be featured in an article in the New Yorker uh, being called the new It Girl. And also that year, 1993, she would meet Harmony Corinne in, wrongly enough, Washington State Park. And obviously Harmony come close friends with her and was able to get her into the movie. And of course, that scene with them where Harmony uh, does the cameo as Fidget, you know, feeds her the, the pill in a club. That basically knocks her out. It's like a depressing pill, apparently. And, uh, well, the other big actress who became well-known after this film uh, was also her film debut I mentioned before, as uh, Rosario Dawson, who was born May 9th, 1979, in New York City. Hey, two days after my birthday. <laughs> I was born May 7th, 1979. Um, Rosario's mom had her at a young age of 16, and she took the surname of her stepfather, and Rosario would spend much of her time between New York City and Texas. And apparently she did an episode of Sesame Street, uh, I believe, well, according to, it says on her Wikipedia page, but obviously Kids was her first major role. And probably the only really one playing close around her age. Uh, she was, uh, when they were making the film, she was 15 at the time. Of course, she portrayed a 17-year-old, so she kind of uh, wasn't as old as she appeared to be. You know, and... Of course, her character talks about uh, being with so many guys and stuff, and it's just the ironic twist when her and Jenny, of course, the character Rosario plays as Ruby, when Ruby and Jenny go to the doctors to get tested out. I don't want to blow too much, but, you know, until we do this bonus commentary. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much... Looking back at how, you know, um, and also, ironically enough, I forgot to mention, Rosario was actually discovered, ironically enough, by Larry Clark and Harmony Curran, of course, not at Washington State Park this time, actually on her front porch <laughs> in New York City. So, um, well, yeah, after this, we're going into a little bit of the production and uh, I guess a wrap-up of the... Of, looking back at this film and then of course I mentioned you guys gotta check out the bonus episode where I'll be actually doing the commentary of the whole entire movie alright so we're still looking back here at kids uh, 25 years uh, later 
Uh, of course, I mentioned uh, this whole entire episode that was released in theaters in the United States 25 years ago, and for better or worse, you know, probably shaped what people might view uh, kids were like back in the 1990s, or kids in general, you know, up to today, who knows. Um, you know, some memorable characters in the film, um, like Darcy and Misha. Darcy uh, was the object of uh, Telly's lust in the film, and of course has her at the end, um, or towards the end of the film, and that was played by Ye- Yekria Progagro, and then uh, the character named Misha, um, played by L.B. Rodriguez, and then you have some well-known guys playing uh, some supporting characters. One will go on to a well-successful film career, uh, John Abrams, who uh, would play the character Stephen, who would, uh, believes the one through the party, of course, John was from New York City as well, and I think the same year he did uh, Kids, he would do Deadman Walkin', and John was born October 29th, 1977, in New York City. And the other guy was a, a well-known skateboarder, and was also friends with some of the members of uh, Kids, and, uh, and he, wrong enough, his character's name, his, his first real name, uh, Harold Hunter, played Harold, and Harold was born April 2nd, 1974. Um, actually, he did a movie for it. It's called New Jersey Drive. And uh, Harold, unfortunately, would die from a drug overdose um, later in life, around the early 2000s, I believe. And pretty much, I mean, what Larry Clark was getting at this film, uh, one of the quotes in Office Wikipedia page was to Larry Clark wanted to make the great American um, teenage movie. Like the great American novel. Well, I don't know if he really accomplished that, to say the least. Um, Harmony wrote the screenplay in 1993, and obviously, I mentioned before, photography took place during the summer of 1994. Uh, at one point, Gus Vincent was uh, on the project as a producer, but apparently, there wasn't enough interest enough for Gus to stay on, so Gus left and they ended up getting, I believe. Um, Carrie Woods is a producer, and Carrie would um, be able to fund the money to get it made, and obviously Miramax bought it, which was uh, at a time run by Disney, but Disney did not want it to be in their stable, so the Weinstein brothers took it back, obviously, um, for because of the NC-17 rating. And they bought the movie back for $3.5 million. And they ended up releasing, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, through a company called Shiny Excalibur Films. And apparently for some reason, the movie's hard to find uh, after 25 years later. Uh, I don't think the Weinsteins or whoever um, decided to really uh, keep it up to date or whatever. And nobody's bothered uh, showing the film. So... Well, guys, that was a look back at Kids, uh, 25 years later. Probably the most controversial films that ever come out, not just in the 90s, but probably of all time in the last, you know, 25 years or so. And uh, check out the bonus commentary I'll be doing on the film. I'll be watching the movie, and I can't say um, my commentary is going to be... um, there'll be a lot of swearing and cussing and probably telling and yelling at characters like anyone else in the movie theater would watching a film like this. But uh, 
Anyways, guys, thanks for again for listening to the podcast show here. Miller says it all. Uh, you can listen here, of course, on Anchor and on Spotify and Apple and anywhere else. And and thanks for uh, making the last episode on the uh, 35th anniversary of Invasion by Rent being the um, most listened to episode of the t- uh, at this point. And, well, guys, I'll see you in the bonus episode here with the commentary on kids. And thank you again for listening. Gone and be good to you.